0: I want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. So I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode and I have to tell you something really special. I am recording this episode during my week. (laughs) Yes, on July 17th, I will be having a very important birthday celebration. It is my 40th birthday, and when you listen to this podcast, it will have already passed. (laughs) But I wanted to share the news and also some special thoughts and reflections before we jump into the episode. And don't worry, I won't take too long, but I've got to get into my feelings a little bit here. I have to tell you that I did not think this is what 40 would look like. And the reason is because I grew up with parents who worked their asses off to give me a different life, to provide me with an opportunity to do the things that they didn't get a chance to do, to get the education, the stable jobs with the 401k and the health insurance, My parents wanted nothing more than for me to make it out of the projects and have a good life. And I did it. I walked the path they wanted me to walk. And I figured I'd continue to walk that path, even though there were many times when I was on it, that I felt in my gut like this wasn't actually for me. But when I, was, when I was working, when I was in it, when I was doing the things that did feel right because I enjoyed my work, I thought I would just stay here. I thought I would just keep doing this. I thought I'd be someplace different when I hit 40. I really honestly thought I'd be the executive director for this prominent nonprofit organization because I loved working for nonprofits. I thought I'd probably be married and probably have a family, and here I am speaking to you on my podcast (laughs) as a business owner, as a woman who left her career a year ago on July 27th and decided to completely start over again as a coach. And I have to say that although my thoughts around where I would be when I would turn 40 are completely different, (laughs) my reality is completely different, I can say with all sincerity that living in this moment right now, I know I'm actually doing what I was meant to do. And I don't want to get teary because I I might, but I don't want to. I left it all behind and I stepped into my true calling, which honestly has led me to pure happiness. And I know this is going to be the kickoff to the most amazing decade of my life. I am so sure of it. So, before I started off this episode, I really just wanted to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to live a completely different life. Totally different than the one my parents, my family, my community could have ever imagined for me. And FYI, they are hella, hella proud <laughs> of what we have created, you and I. And no, that my journey involved leaving my career, but your happiness can 100% be found in yours, if that is your calling. I believe that. And on that note, finding your happiness in your career, I want you to remember the message from episode one. You can do all the work on yourself to have the career you want, But if you aren't in the workplace that will help you truly thrive, then it is hella hard to create the success you deserve. And so today I want to continue our discussions about toxic workplaces, but really focus in on how to find that right environment for you based on what you need. What I mentioned to you in the previous episode was that one of the fears I had that actually kept me in toxic work environments was I would keep ending up in the same space anyway. So then why not just stay with the devil I know right now? And I want you to hear this message. There are environments, organizations, and companies out there that want you completely to be who you are, that will allow you to be you, that will support and provide you to have the career you want, that will give you the tools you need to succeed, the development, the guidance, the opportunities, these organizations, they do exist. And I want to reemphasize this point because I want you to believe that they are there, and that you deserve to find them, to be in them. So how do you do that? (laughs) How do you do that thing? How do you find them? When we think about the right workplace and the right work environment, I want you to think about something so important. Yourself. I coach so many clients on finding the right work environment, So everything in this podcast is coming from this work. And when I say I start with the most important piece, yourself, what I mean is to ask yourself these core questions. What are the most important things I need a company to provide to me? What kind of support do I need from my manager to be successful? What about from my team? What about from leaders in the organization? And how do I want to feel when I am at work each day? And to help with this exercise, consider the good managers, leaders, spaces, and teams you've encountered in your career, and even consider the bad. And what this exercise will help you do is come up with something so profound. Your individual must have list specific to your needs and specific to you. This must-have list allows you to find, to almost kind of map out the elements of the best organization and supportive structure for you to be successful in your career. And you can even rank these asking yourself, what truly is a non-negotiable and what is flex for me? And if you are searching for the right company, the right organization, if you're in a job search currently, these must-haves can help you vet companies you encounter. You can go into the interview process empowered and honed in on what is important to you and craft specific questions to ask during the interview of the people that you meet that connect to those specific things. If you are currently working for a company and feeling unfulfilled, unrecognized, not valued, then this exercise can seriously help you pinpoint why. It can help you get to the specifics so you can direct conversations around changing your current situation, if that's possible, at your company. Now I'd love to give you a few examples of how this can work during the job interview process because I want you to see how powerful how powerful this is and how much power you have over where you end up. Let's say you do this exercise and compensation is one of your must-haves. You've been in companies before that didn't show you the money. <laughs> and you're like, oh, hell nah, that is not it for me. First off, good for you, kudos, pats on the back. And second, during the interview process, I want you to consider asking questions like, how are performance-based raises handled at this company? Are raises provided outside of the annual performance review period? And if so, under what circumstances? Are raises provided outside of the annual performance review period? And if so, under what circumstances? And does the company conduct compensation reviews for pay parity? And if so, how often does that happen? Another question I love related to pay is actually around movement and promotions. Asking what is the next step for this role and how you will be reviewed for promotions, what criteria is used? These questions would be so pivotal for you to get answered because they allow you to understand how and when raises and even promotions are going to happen or even when you can expect it. It also allows you to make sure that the company you're working for is actually thinking about pay equity and pay parity. One more example for you. If diversity is one of the core must-haves for you, I'd suggest asking about the company's DEI initiatives. What exists? What is in the works? Who runs it? And how does leadership show their commitment to DEI? Go in on this one. You can even ask questions like, what groups are actually underrepresented in the company? And what are you doing to address this issue? You can even be so bold as to ask questions like, I've noticed that there are no people of color on your leadership team. What are you going to do to change that? Are you promoting from within? Or are you bringing diverse talent from outside of the organization? These questions are really tied into what the organization is doing to promote diversity. Because let's face it, as women of color, we need to know that we can actually have not just the opportunity to be supported and nurtured, but that we have access to upward mobility in this organization. And eventually, if we want them seats, we can claim them. All right. So I hope you can see the power of this exercise for anyone in the thick of the job search. This is all about getting the information and the data points. You need to find a company that is really specifically for you. Now, if you are at a company now, this totally still works for you. So I'm not leaving you hanging. What this style of exercise does is allows you to best define what you need and kickstart those conversations you can have at work to make these components a possibility for you. It can also help you decide whether this is even possible in your current environment or not. Doing this exercise has been so eye-opening for many of my clients. It's helped us see why they are repeating patterns of ending up in companies that don't value them because they haven't yet defined what value means to them, what they truly need. It has also helped them land in the right spaces where they feel supported and for so many It has been that push to say, I am simply not where I need to be. So as I said in the beginning of the episode, finding the right space for you is just as important as doing your own work to grow and develop. In fact, we have to do both, grow and focus on being in the space that will nurture our growth. All right. That's it for today's episode. And for the next one, I'm going to give you an update on what it was like to step into the best decade of my life, my 40s. (laughs) Can't wait to tell you, and can't wait for you to listen to more juicy info on not just my life, but also all the things you need to know about your career to make your next move. All right, check in with you later and get connected on your must-haves. Bye-bye. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page at hernextcareermove. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.